Welcome to Will It Game, the podcast about creating crappy board games from one board family. This is your host, Ryan Gatowski, joined as always by... Rick White. Ryan, I, I was thinking of something. I was thinking, yeah. what if this became a rock opera podcast where, mm. you know, instead of just us pitching games, we had to like sing and put it to music. You know, these things where we've, you know, thought about them for five minutes. What if we had yeah. to ramp up the production value tremendously? I feel like nothing could go wrong with that idea, Rick, and I okay. love it. All right, so, next episode, let's do it. That's Let's do it, and nobody will hold us accountable for that because nobody listens. So. Exactly. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Good stuff. We are here today with our guest judge, Eric Dewey from On Board Games. How are you doing, Eric? I'm doing well, and you know that's the beauty of podcasting, right? You can broadcast, and it really doesn't matter who's listening or that's how true. many people are listening. It's It's all the same feedback, right? That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, it's all kind of a selfish thing for me, at least. Yeah. As long as I'm listening, as long as I can hear my own voice on my commute, the best company in the car is me. There (laughs) you go. (laughs) So, Eric, tell us about onboard games. Well, we are just starting our 13th year of podcasting. What? Uh, Talking about not knowing when to quit. (laughs) It is indeed. Uh, so it's a show that uh, myself and Donald Dennis and we have Adrian Azell and Kathleen Mercury and Bruce Vogue and Isaac Shalev that we all kind of trade off. But uh, it started with Don and I and Scott Nicholson, who you may have heard of, uh, and uh, we just uh, haven't stopped going. That's so. really awesome. That's really cool. Well, happy 13th year of podcasting. So um, well, thank you. Is your podcast going to have a super sweet 16 party in a few years? Mm, yeah. Um, are you going to you buy know, your podcast a car? <laughs> My daughter wants a car, so I'll probably uh, put more money mm. into that. However, you know, patreon.com slash OBG, get, uh, get the onboard games van. <laughs> yes. That's yes. That's the super Patreon supporters. Yeah. Buy right. OBG a van. That's cool. <laughs> So, Eric, the way this show works is we're going to pitch you two board games, and then you are going to have to choose which is the least crappy of the two board game pitches. So your theme was competitive dog show. Uh, Very interesting theme, and I think we're going to try our best to uh, pitch a decent game. Uh, Like uh, like I said, pitch a decent game uh, (laughs) to this theme. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, I got to say, when I was reading your email about you know suggesting themes that we just happen to have, I mean, we don't we're not dog show fans or anything, but we just happen to have the TV on do a dog show, and I was like, you know, I don't know of any games that are involving dog shows, so yeah, let's mm. see what happens. It's a good one. <laughs> yeah, cool. There is um, a two player game called Agility that has dog contest in it that I like. That's right. You this will be a little a bit different. For yeah. That one. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's all right. It gives me a little bit of a leg up. Oh, um, that's nice. I don't like. That might be a dog games. pun, but I don't know. Uh, um, <laughs> that's great. <laughs> that's good. All right, so Rick, you ready to pitch, man? You know, I can. I can be. Now, okay. um, this my game is best in show. The game, and it is going to be based off of the classic uh, Christopher Guest movie. Have either of you seen this movie? Love that movie. Love yes, it. <laughs> yes. Okay, because I was like, I will fully embrace if nobody knows what I'm talking about. That's perfectly fine. I just wanted to see how flat it would fall. Um, but as long as I get to say, how much do you think I can bench press? <laughs> yes. Uh, see, you're already getting there. Um, so this is um, going to be based off of the movie. You'll take on the role of one of the major competitors, Jerry and Cookie Fleck, Meg and Hamilton Swan, 
Harlan Pepper, my personal favorite, uh, Sherry Ann and Leslie Ward Cabot, or Scott Do- Donlin and Stefan Vanderhoof. Um, so you got uh, up to five players can be playing this game. You're all arriving at the Mayflower Kennel Cub Club Dog Show, and you must all do what you can to be best in show. Each round you'll draw and play cards that will improve your standing to the judges and could also cause problems for the other players, like, of course, stealing their busy bee. But um, watch <laughs> out, because you may draw a card that negatively impacts you. Maybe you forgot to make your hotel reservation and you're sleeping in the cleaning closet. Or maybe you got a perm and it just doesn't look right. Um, and the cards will also feature great quotes from the movie, especially Fred Willard, the announcer. Uh, some of them include... Um, it's a shame that in some countries these dogs are eaten. Or, uh, <laughs> now tell me, uh, which one of these dogs would you like to have as a wide receiver on your football team? Or, <laughs> I think my favorite, um, tell me, do you know the difference between a rectal thermometer and a tongue depressor? Um, so, play <laughs> continues until the final round, which is the ultimate judgment round, and the best in show will be determined. And the winner may choose to make their own album of breed-centric uh, songs if they choose and that is best in show the game so are the card is there any kind of activity with the cards or is it mostly just take that or i think you'll have you know, some kind of you know this is not going to be like the uh, a huge like heavy game uh it'll be mostly for fans of the movie but you'll have cards that'll include like you know, breed. You know, washing the dog. You know, uh, combing the dog, getting them looking good. Uh, working on your trot, especially if you've got two left feet. Um, you know, also, uh, <laughs> you know, different things that you would need to do in order to keep the dog calm and presentable and able to kind of go through all the necessarily uh, necessary you know pieces to uh, com- compete in the competition. I don't know why I'm so tongue tied over this. I guess I'm just so excited. I can't say my words. <laughs> Interesting. So essentially you would be gathering, I don't know, presentation points or something by playing yeah. the cards or Yeah, I or think there'll be like three different types of categories where you can build up points. Um, it kind of reminds me of uh, the game, uh, oh, what is it, uh, Marrying Mr. Darcy, which is one that's kind of popular at my house where you build up different points in different categories uh, based on cards that you play throughout the game and... Um, different events that happen it might have a lot in common with mirroring mr darcy by the time we get down to it where you're just <laughs> drawing and playing a card each round and it impacts what you're doing uh uh in order to make yourself more presentable gotcha yeah okay yeah so yeah i haven't gone licensed in a while with with my game pitches so i feel like it was okay and it was time so ryan um Good luck, sir. That's I see your title, and I know that um, it's going to make me cry immediately. And um, yeah, and uh, I'm not looking forward to it. That's how we do it, man. Yeah. All right, Eric. This one is called "It's a Rough Life." God, I hate oh. stupid puns. Are I you? So I was a f f. It's a rough life. <laughs> I like it. I hate them. All right, good. As long I like as, it. as long as we start off on the right foot. This is a trick taking game with right hilarious. <laughs> what? 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 This is a trick-taking game with hilarious illustrations of dogs that will make your whole family laugh. Like most tricking, trick-taking games, players are trying to win a trick using suits that have a specific hierarchy. But instead of colors, It's a Rough Life uses three different breeds of dog instead of the colors. So maybe you have a collie and a dachshund and uh 
golden retriever. I don't know. So maybe we're going to have a different line. So you're going to actually be able to get this, get it's a rough life in a couple different flavors of some of your favorite dog, uh, dog breeds. What's interesting about this trick taking game is that there are a couple of good doggy cards in the deck. These cards are going to distract the highest dog at the table and allow you to take it into your own hand. This will give you an extra card available in those later rounds. So everybody's got 10 cards that they're going into this round with and everybody's playing tricks and trying to defeat somebody else. Eric plays a good doggy card and pulls the highest card that was played that round into his hand. Now he has an extra dog to work with going into maybe the next four or five rounds as we end this trick. This is called It's a Rough Life. <laughs> Interesting. So I just as you're describing it, I'm having these thoughts of, is there any bidding in this game? And if so, you could make little doggy treats as the... Uh as the currency, as it were. Yeah, I think I think you would have to go with dog bones, a little uh, like little milk mm-hmm. bones, little milk bones. Um, and yep. so, as you when you win a trick, um, you're going to receive milk bones based on the criteria for that round. So, um, there's a pretty fun uh, trick taking game called Space Pirate. Uh, is it Space Pi- Pirate Tricks? Uh, Rhino. Are you trying to ask me what what game are you ripping off? Yeah, what what game am I talking about that's in my head? So I don't remember. um, But Pirate Tricks, I think it is. um, Sword Rhino games. Each round has a specific criteria. So if you win, uh, if you win tricks this time, it actually counts against you. You get negative points if you. So you're trying for different criteria each round. I kind of like that, and I think it would fit this game really well. To each round having a criteria of whoever wins the most tricks gets this number of dog treats. Whoever uh, whoever wins exactly three tricks gets this number of dog treats. Things like that. Yeah, I can see that, and uh, it certainly makes it a lot more interesting than just you know, straight trick-taking with Trump suits or yeah. breeds, as the case may be. Because that good doggy card's going to come out, and if you if you were the one laying down that that Trump card or that, that big number high card, you're going to now have it used against you in a future round. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, this is the kind of thing that I can see for sale – in a very broad market, mm-hmm. uh, I, I you know you can see it. By that, uh, do you mean a market that has really wide aisles? <laughs> yes. No, lots of women shop there. Right? <laughs> Man, in the fifties. Oh, in a different way. I went a different way. <laughs> no, um, but you know you can easily picture this at the checkout counter yeah. at Petco or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. And if uh, you know whatever the flavor of whatever your favorite breeds are, they're going to be represented. Maybe three different SKUs with three different breeds in each box. You'll you'll have you'll be able to either collect the whole set, um, or you're going to be able to just pick the one. Man, I'm a Dachshund fanatic. I got to have that. I've got to have that box right there. So interesting. Hmm. Okay. I uh, I. I clearly see the appeal of this game okay all right oh Good stuff. No. well i don't know how i feel about that all right rick rick are you a little well, are you sweating a little over there buddy i, I don't like it i don't like it i had okay. some ideas to improve your game but i'm gonna hold them back because i'm nervous slash i've lost a lot so <laughs> i need to not do that so, so here, maybe what I should just do is keep saying quotes from Best in Show to remind you of how great that movie is. That's and funny. How much we need a board game version of it. <laughs> so let, let me let me tell you where I am in my headspace right now. I was like, 
if I were to invest in a game, I would clearly invest in It's a Rough Life. It seems to be more profitable. But if I wanted to sit down and play between the two of them, right now I'm a little more excited about the Best in Show game. Mm, so okay. it's a it's a it's a big. Uh, it's a big toss-up, kind of how we want to look at it, what lens we want to and see. Remember I, mean, the I believe our criteria is least crappy. So, yes, least I mean, crappy. We'll see. Yeah, yeah that's the criteria. That's it started saying. with which one would you fund, which one would you proudly show off on your board game shelf, and then it became least crappy. So, well, with the, the both these themes, there's potential for quite a bit of drug, dog droppings, right? Mm. So I don't oh. know. If, Yes. Least crappy. I see mm. what you did there. Yes. Yeah, I tried. I, that was a long pull. No, it was <laughs> fine. I, it's appreciated even. Uh, <laughs> so but you Eric, do have to make a call. Yep. Oh wow! Already? Yeah. Gee. I, I mean, if I you have some more, more development here, if you have some questions, go for it. Well, I have more suggestions oh, and thoughts than questions. You know it. what I mean? These are going to become real board games by the end of the show. Okay, yeah. Exactly, yeah. exactly. you got to take the opportunity so like, when you have it. <laughs> so in the best of, in show, the, the thing that's kind of holding me back is there, it's, it's a fairly straightforward sort of game. It's like, oh, I'll look at my cards and I'll play, you know, whatever is most advantageous. And there may be a little bit of surprises, but, you know, that, that whole climactic scene in the end of the movie where you never quite know which one is going to win and then the ones that do win, the other families all have you know, interesting, I don't know, you know, their stories continue after all of that. And so I was really, I'm really trying to find a way to incorporate So maybe what we do that. is that there are five judge cards and in, you randomly select one without knowing and the judges have certain preferences of the different characteristics. So one judge prefers for a dog that has a good gait. One of them prefers a good, you know, sleek coat. And so you don't know until the end of the game what that judge is looking at in particular so you see the final reveal of who is the judge and that will actually tell you who actually wins mm. the game so you kind of have to balance mm. out your criteria or you just go all in on one and hope that you got one particular judge gotcha or you know it might be more interesting let me let me let me fix your yeah, game fix my game here. please i mean anything to beat ryan at this point i really don't care would be uh, to have maybe like three judge cards or or one more than the number of players and every player gets to look at one so everybody knows at least one of the judging mm. criteria mm. but they but nobody knows the same and then you know potentially if say glossy coat is one then you know that you might want to throw in some sort of you know uh perm accident or whatever yeah. with the on your opponent or something yeah. like that i think i think that's something that can definitely work yeah cool all right, so then over on the It's a Rough Life. Yeah. Uh, right now, it's a pretty solid game. I like it. It also seems to be the kind of game that you would give as a gift for someone you don't yeah. know that well at Christmas time, mm -hmm. and then it never really quite gets played. They think it's cute, but it never quite gets played. So we need to yeah. we need to kind of push it over the, the the edge there to make it exciting. Yeah. Yeah, Ryan, make it exciting. Was, Come on. <laughs> I was even I was even so, thinking about something like double sided cards, which had one. Um, this was kind of an odd thing, but I couldn't figure out how to make it work. I was thinking about double sided cards that had one breed on one side and another breed on the other. So it was almost like you could. It had a multi use. It was a it was a high low number. You know, do you want to play this as the low number? Or do you want to play it as a high number? Depending on what other people have played that round. But it gets really weird because I couldn't figure out 
how in a trick-taking game you actually would force a person to play it because it would have two different breeds on it. So it kind of got weird in my head. I can see that. It'd be interesting if instead of front and back cards, it was like top and bottom. You know, so if you played it one way... Yeah, I meant double. Yeah, I'm sorry. I meant double sided oh, as far as like top and bottom. I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So yeah. you actually got you got one breed at the top, one breed at the bottom. The only problem is part of trick taking games like that make that tension is that you are forced to play a card if a suit comes out that you're that's not available to you, you know, uh, that right. you don't have. So, um, but if if everything has two suits on it, that number would be very small okay just again just sort of throwing things off the top of my head here but what if you just had irregular cards you know with the suits but the back of the card also showed the suit so you know you don't know the values but you know the suits that your opponents have or the breeds in this case Mm -hmm. i don't know if that would make it more interesting or not or more interesting almost like a icon or a, a yeah yeah because everybody's getting and dealt out cards. And then you could ease, more easily like mix and match your breeds from different decks that you buy. So if you're like, I like this that's one from this deck. And then, no, stop helping. Stop, 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 stop. No, that's I well, that also, just added to the sales right there, right? You have to yeah, buy so two you, different decks because I like and Dalmatians match. and I like Dachshunds. <laughs> you mix and match Magic the, the different the sets, the but you game. have an overall... <laughs> exactly. You have an overall hierarchy of like... Dalmatians are always higher than these five or whatever. Wow. Well, gosh. I really have to pick just one? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, yep. I can't that fund them both. Is unfortunately nope. them's the rules. Okay. <laughs> well, is there any sort of suspense or anything else I have to do before choosing um, a winner? I mean, you can we generally can... what happens or has been happening in the past few episodes is you tell me how great my game is before you pick Ryan's. So if you want to do that, that is yeah. an option. <laughs> but, I mean, I, of course, prefer it's it. what everybody else is doing. So, Rick, <laughs> oh, I really like the effort that you put in. Now, in all honesty, um, <laughs> Ryan, and this is nothing against your game. Yeah. I am not a huge trick-taking fan. I, okay. it's fine but it it's not a game you know if someone wants to play it i'd be happy to play it it's not a game i typically gravitate towards so if both of these were on the table i honestly i would i would have to go for best in show yes okay. i was also going to mention Excellent. the whole thing of ryan's having nothing to do with dog shows but you know that is another part that i won so i don't have to keep pointing but out his they're, problems. <laughs> they're um, in so dog show like the pictures of the dogs are all in dog shows they're they're doing tricks and they're posing and like that's the pictures yeah. those are the illustrations yeah and yeah. it's a rough so. life that title has nothing to do with anything other than the bad pun. come on I mean, come on you know no, 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 we don't have a good pun <laughs> we don't have there to keep talking about i was hoping for some points broken. off the pun Sorry, I, I'm just so yes. used to losing at this point that I just like my natural <laughs> reflex is to tell you this is what's wrong. You don't with Ryan's know how game. to win. Please change your mind. Yeah, I don't know how. He doesn't know how That's to take hilarious. the win and run. I don't know how. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just thank you, thank you. That's good. That's good. He accepts accepts it, and he'll be giving a speech after the show. Yeah. So, yeah, Eric, uh, thank you so, <laughs> thank you so much for coming was, on the I show. Sh- um, can you tell us where we can find onboard games and find your podcast? Yeah, absolutely. Good old inversegenius.com. That's sort of the umbrella of onboard games. 
but anywhere that there's podcasts, you can search for it. And of course, you can always go to Punchboard Media Group or punchboardmedia.com, and we're there with a whole bunch of other cool folk. Yeah, like us. We are part of Punchboard Media, also. So it's uh, this is really cool that we got together and we're able to do this. So. Um, Thanks for coming on the show, Eric. And uh, for anybody who's listening, be sure to subscribe to this podcast. We greatly appreciate it. Rate us on your podcatcher of choice. And uh, if you haven't already, head over to OneBoardFamily.com and PunchboardMedia.com. There is a stinking bunch of content there from a lot of different contributors that you definitely need to check out. So until next time, we will see you at the table. Bow wow! Punchboard Media, where we all bring something to the table. Pull up a chair at punchboardmedia.com.